The following program contains coarse language. Your discretion is advised. This show is part of the JSpace Podcast Network. The opinions expressed on this show only reflect of the individual hosts who say them, and not of JSpace Studios or any of its affiliates. This is not your mom's podcast. This is pure random chaos. Welcome to the Green Podcast. Ridiculous puppets we are. What a gross little stage we dance on. What fun we have dancing, fucking, out there in the world. Not knowing that we are nothing. We are not what was intended. Everybody, it's the Greeny Podcast again. This week it's episode ninety-eight, the Patusi Rumble. Uh, kind of a shout out to Adam West, who just passed away yesterday. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit, and uh, you know, there's uh, a bunch of things that's going on this week. You know, uh, we got a couple of finals for uh, for major sports. We got some new music coming out. Uh, got all kinds of movies coming out because it's summertime, summertime, summertime. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. It's that time again to introduce your host, our main man, Greedy! What is up, everybody? What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Greedy Podcast. Uh, Not too much, man. Um, It it was a crazy, crazy day yesterday, uh, like you said. Um, Dude, you've been using your fucking grill like crazy. Shit, I didn't even share the pictures that I I made yesterday to you. I I sent them to... uh, to uh, JJ and, and Vin, and they were jealous as fuck. I had I had these like two inch, two inch porterhouses that are about a pound, two pounds each. They're about you know. Let me pan out. They're they were about this big. You know what I'm saying? And I had some uh, uh, zucchini that was brushed in some. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, what was it? Uh, I brushed it in uh, sesame seed oil. And uh, salted them up with some seasoned salt, and I baked some potatoes, and it was all on one grill, and it was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I seen your beer can chicken and uh, your your carrots and and all that other shit you did the other day. That looked fucking scrumptious. And I seen the the final product of your uh, your uh, pulled pork or whatever it was you made. Yeah. Dude, that looked fucking. As soon as you cut into it and it just like fell apart, I was like, "Holy, good." Yeah, it, it, I, it's been a fun week. You know, this is my first week since my parents begun, and uh, I've been kind of playing around and uh, and learning the actual grill. It's it's a special grill. It's not it's not one of those like, "Oh wow, you got a grill? That's cool." You know, it's a Weber or it's a whatever a fucking kettle or I don't know. But this is a uh, they're they're called Kamado grills. Uh, it's made out of ceramic instead of metal or anything like that, and it wanted to do. Uh, you know, all you have to do is control the airflow, and when you control the airflow, um, it determines the heat that you want. So you can you can bring it down to 275 degrees and and smoke pork or whatever you want to smoke. Uh, you can actually do what a, a cold smoke, and that's. Uh, 
as for things like uh, fish and stuff like that, where you keep it down to 175, you know, and it can go all the way up to 900 degrees. So I can bake a pizza, which I'll do in the in the near future. Um, I can I can sear steaks, which I did yesterday, you know, and I can smoke uh, pork and and uh, ribs. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna play around with it. Uh, I'm gonna learn it, and uh, you know, our buddy Matt. Uh, or not Matt, but uh, Kyle, our buddy Kyle, he's got all the tools that he has in his backyard and shit uh, that does everything that I do. Uh, but I do it all in one little uh, one little grill, you know, and and it's only it's small. You know, I, I'm not going to feed a thousand people with it, but it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys are eventually going to link up uh, and do some awesome stuff, I imagine. Well, um, that's the plan. Um, we will see in the future. Uh, like I said, it's something that I've been thinking about for a long time. And uh, I'm going to go to school first. You know, I want to I want to be prepared as, as much as possible for the for the future of possibly owning all, my own business and stuff like that. So first school and prep and then we're going to jump into the uh, uh, the bank. The, the bank world and try to get ourselves alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's been uh, it's been a, a crazy week, you know, driving for Uber and stuff like that. Uh, I, I've met, like I, I've said last week, I've met some some interesting people, and I still am meeting interesting people. And I and I was telling you last night, I have this thing where like I'm so used to being struggling for cash and stuff like that and now i have cash and it's like i don't want to spend it but i should be spending it you know what i'm saying well you don't you don't if you don't have anything to buy then don't don't spend it save it and then you know save your pennies for something that you do want you know uh like for instance a new laptop or something of that nature you know what i mean so so if you have the money, that's that's the first step of where you wanted to be. You know, you you moved down to Florida because life in Connie Connie Rot, you know, was was just dead end. You know what I mean? You you're you're out of money at 15 minutes after you get excuse me get paid. Now you have change in your pocket. Sooner or later, it it won't be change. It'll be dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, it, it's weird because like I have I have the money, and like to me, I've been real f uh, fugal with the money itself, and like I've only taken out so much from the account and and put it in my pocket, but I've used it for gas, and I haven't spent money on myself, and like I was telling you last night, it feels like it feels like to me that. I want something, but then I don't want to spend the money because I feel like I'm going to be broke. And it's not, it shouldn't even be like that. And I, and I shouldn't have that mentality, but it's still there. And it's kind of weird to me. Well, I mean, you lived so many years frugal, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, you know what I had for dinner? What'd you have, Seth? I had freaking two inch fucking porterhouses. What'd you have for dinner, Tim? I had ramen noodles. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Like living the old college diet. So, you know, you're, you're, you're getting better at where you're at in your life. You know what I mean? So I, 
Cool for you. I'm glad. In fact, save your pennies. I might be going to Destin, Florida in, in, uh, on Labor Day weekend or something to hit the beach. You know, it's like uh, $80 for a bungalow or something like that. So you could you could like put in forty dollars and we gotta get ourselves a uh, a shack on the beach for a weekend. You know what I'm saying, dude? That would be awesome if you guys come down to Destin. Uh, there's a lot of uh, I haven't been to Destin yet, but from what uh, everybody I've talked to, from passenger wise with driving Uber, have said that like Destin is real cool and Mexico Beach. Like I've been to Mexico Beach and that's off of uh, Tyndall Air Force Base. And uh, it's 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 fucking beautiful down there. It's a small little beach town, and, and it's amazing. Speaking of Tyndall Air Force Base, in the last two days, I've picked up people from the actual base, and then the base in Panama City, uh, Panama City Beach, and going to Tyndall itself there in um, in Callaway, I think it is out past Callaway. I had to actually go on base to drop this guy off, and like. I haven't been on base in, ye- in, a, in on, a, on a base installment in years. The last time I was, uh, it wasn't as uh, security ridden as it was when I went the other day. I actually had to step out of the car. They did the whole mirror thing around the car, looked in the car, you know, while they're all holding their big freaking. Uh, I think it's M16s, maybe. Uh, I, I don't want to be wrong, but. Uh, it was it was intimidating. I mean, I have a pocket knife and I also have a taser in the car. And they pulled those both out, looked at them, and put them back in the car. And we're like, "You drive for Uber?" I was like, "Yes, I do." They're like, "Okay, well, here's the rules. You got to go. You got to give us your ID. Uh, he'll take you where you got to go. And when you come back, he's got to come back with you. We'll give you your ID and you can leave." I was like. Okay, so I went and dropped him off. We dropped his stuff off. He came back to the gate with me, and he walked back to his to his uh, barracks. Uh, that that was the first time that's ever I've ever been on base like that. That was it was kind of intimidating. Yeah, every, every person's every person's different because if I start driving for Uber, I got poor Penning right here. Right, I'll have a, this little awesome blue card that says I'm a retired army guy. And they won't do any of that for me because I've retired from the army and I have full access to the to the post. So <laughs> that's the that's the positive of becoming an Uber driver if you're ex-military and stuff like that. You already have like a, a security clearance. You're already in the system. If they bring you up with your ID, then they'd be like, "Oh, okay. Well, this dude did seven years in the army, or this dude did twenty years in the army. He's he's good to go." But not M- M16s, dude. They've probably got M4s. Uh, we've gone to the uh, American military has gone to M4s now. They're carbines. They 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 got the butt stocks that that fold in and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. The M4s. Then I, I wasn't too sure. I wasn't trying to look like right up close at it. You know what I'm saying? It was already. Intimidating enough to where I was just like, "All right, um, I'm just gonna mind my p's and q's and stuff like that." Oh yeah, definitely do that, man. You gotta, I mean, give them the the respect that they deserve because they're actually, oh yeah, of course, there for a reason. You know what I mean? So that works. Ah, oh, so yeah, let's 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 get into uh, this week's show. Um, 
So, man, like, I know you're a big Batman fan, and yesterday at the age of 88, we lost Adam West, uh, the original Batman, also the mayor for Family Guy. And this was actually a loss that the, the entire world was, like, is still in shock over, man. It's crazy. I've had people say to me that it's going to be hard to watch Family Guy anymore because he was the mayor for Family Guy in the original Batman episodes. And it is just going to be weird because I'm not sure if they've put out new episodes of Family Guy or not, but this is this is a death that actually affects a lot of people. I mean, including you, because you're you're like one of the biggest Batman fans I know. Well, man, I, in '89, right before the uh, the first Batman movie came out with Michael Keaton uh, and Tim Burton, it I they. They had started syndicating uh, Adam West Batman from 1966 on the local channels in Erie. And my mom had this like 13 inch television that was black and white, and it sat on the, at the table uh, in the kitchen. I remember that TV. And, and I used to watch the Batman TV show while I was doing my kitchen chores and stuff. You know what I mean? I'd always do it at the same time. Uh, I'd never miss a beat. I'd, I'd be at the same bat place at the same bat channel. Uh, and just to watch. Same bat just, time. <laughs> at the same bat time. Uh, doing, doing what I had to do so I could watch uh, the Adam West Batman TV show. Yeah, it's campy. It was campy, but it was fun. And it was, and I was 89. I was 11 years old. So, you know, it was, it was my introduction to what the Batman life was. Then I saw the movie, and I've, I've been a Batman fan ever since. Uh, I, I've probably read more bat pages of Batman than any other comic book, which is saying a lot. <laughs> and uh, I've always been, he's always been my, my favorite character, so... In retrospect, uh, Adam West was probably my bridge to comic books in a lot of ways. I was buying comic books here and there when I, uh, before it came out but uh, or before I started watching the show. But uh, that's where I became in love with comic books by reading the comic books and watching the show. You know what I mean? So it hit me, it hit me pretty hard. I have... A t-shirt, uh, Adam West Batman t-shirt, where on the top it says, na 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 and then it says, Batman, with exclamation point on the bottom, with Adam West's uh, Batman, just the cape and cowl and him. And, fuck, I, I'm, I'm happy, but he lived 88 years, you know what I mean? It's not like he, he died young. But it, it was, it was important for all generations, because ever since the 1960s, he's been a part of pop culture, especially, you know, recently with Family Guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like um, when I first started watching Family Guy and they had him as the mayor of, of, of uh, I can't remember the name of the town, but uh, voice was so recognizable. I was like, is that fucking Adam West really doing Family Guy? Because Family Guy is like, uh, it's abrasive. It's uh, <coughs> it's not for the lighthearted uh, person to watch. And like 
for him to 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 go from Batman to being a straight up comedian and doing Family Guy, it was like holy shit, this dude is is fucking awesome. And the shit that they had him doing on uh, Family Guy, it kind of reprised his role as Batman, but he was kind of undercover as the mayor of of, of that town. Well, yeah, um, you know when you're when you're an actor and you get kind of stuck in, in specific roles that people are going to uh, remember you by and stuff like that, you're getting bunny ears, by the way. <laughs> yes, I, I know I'm getting bunny ears. <laughs> uh, you know, it's you, you can't help it. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help uh, when an actor gets stereotyped and stuff like that. You can't you can't fix that. You can't. So so one of the best things that you can do as an actor is as you jump jump into the pool and say, "Hey, yeah, I'm fucking Batman or I'm I'm this or I'm that." You know, look at Johnny Depp. If you look at all his fucking movies, it's just all one guy. <laughs> It literally. Yeah, is. I can I can agree with that with the Johnny Depp, but also when he does a role, he fucking he does it to a T. And not every Johnny Depp movie is the same, but it is kind of the same character in that sense. Yeah, uh, uh, the Mad Hatter versus versus uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow, you know, and and then uh, Sweeney Todd and Edward Scissorhands. You know, we're talking about a two. Two different generations. He came out in '84, and now he's and now we're 2017, 33 years later, and he's uh, you know, not that he stereotypes his characters, not that he's not a great actor, but uh, he keeps on finding these quirky, quirky roles that he he's known for. You know what I mean? So. Not to mention, not only to mention his quirky roles, but also his fucking band with Alice Cooper and uh, I can't remember who's all in that band. I think Joe Perry, Joel Perry from Aerosmith is in it too. But uh, him and Alice Cooper, Joel Perry, uh, and I can't remember who else is in the fucking band. But dude, they fucking rock, and that's surprising to see Johnny Depp fucking playing guitar like i mean he's been on he's he's guest appeared on the marilyn manson album before playing guitar and a couple other albums but to see him go from the movies to like what keanu reeves did with his side project with his band yeah so yeah adam west was was a pretty badass dude all his life you know from from the late 50s all the way to his death yesterday, the dude lived a great life, and you got to respect him for what he did uh, and his role in pulp culture, uh, his role in uh, creating a character uh, within a comic book. You know what I mean? Like there was the before before his Batman, it was the comic book. That was going on for a lot of years, but nobody saw it on <coughs> any live action or anything like that. <coughs> so people people took that and and they allowed his character to mold into the comic book character, which later on turned into the movie that uh, Tim Burton and Michael Keaton did, which still had its like 
uh, Adam West-ish campiness. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of, of the, the Batman whole thing like that, I posted something the other day, and I tagged you and, and Vinny and a couple other people into it. It was uh, Ian Gallagher playing the role of Joker in Gotham. Do you think uh, down the line that kid will get a role as the Joker? Because I think he played it better than fucking Jared Leto. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We've already seen him uh, on the TV show and stuff like that. And I don't know if the uh, movie execs like Jeff Johns and stuff like that will be interested in, in putting him on on one of the movies. I guess if, if the next movie with Jared Leto... Uh, kind of bombs and stuff like that they give him a give him a shot but i think that they're going to let him um do his own thing on the uh on the gotham show because they they've managed to kill him off and bring him back i think kill him off again and bring him back he always finds a way to get back into the show and um i think that's that's the test of hey this guy's legit he's really good at at this character but they haven't really made him into the Joker. He's just the, from what I understand, he's supposed to be the inspiration to the Joker. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I think I think like I think they, they the way that they're killing him off, bringing him back, is kind of what they've done in the comics with with Joker too. Didn't they kill the Joker off and then bring him back? And he's died a couple times also. Yes and no. Uh, I mean, this is comic book, so everybody dies at one time or another, and then comes. Yeah, back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Look at Superman; he's fucking. He's definitely well, he's died and come back. Batman's gotten his back broken. Was replaced by uh, Asriel for Nightwing. No, it was uh, replaced by Asriel at that time. This was Nightfall back in uh, ninety two, ninety three, and uh, he came back after being having his back broken. Then he then he died in the uh, mid to late. Uh, aughts 2000s and then he's died recently too and you know it's 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 an ever going cycle the, the comic book thing is oh well let's kill him off what like right now wolverine's dead how long is that going to be and it's been it's been two years now that wolverine's been dead but they still make wolverine comic books like the character from old man wolverine and and stuff old like man that. Logan. The old man logan and, and stuff like that but but you know, eventually he's going to be back in the fold. You know what I mean? You can't just like kill off a character like that forever. That's, yeah, I think that's they're money. trying. Yeah, that's definitely money. I, I think in the future here, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, once they figure out who they're going to cast as Wolverine, uh, they'll they'll start bringing in uh, people to and, and showing people who might play Wolverine. I know the new Deadpool is supposed to be coming out. Spider Man, uh, Wonder Woman just came out. Um, we're not, I'm not going to talk about Wonder Woman because next week, uh, I have a special guest joining. We're going to talk about Wonder Woman and the new pirate movie. So make that episode. All right, dude. So let's, let's move on to some both like music. Um, this week, this month has been an amazing time for albums. Uh, the new, new flaw mop, the new rising dropped, to the full uh, Flogging Molly album or Rancid album yet? 
I've listened to the full uh, full Rancid album. I haven't listened to the Foggy Molly album yet. Uh, All right, tell me your thoughts on the Rancid album, and I'll tell you my thoughts. I think the the storytelling and the and the lyrics are a little bit are, are a little bit choppy and, and rough, but I think that uh, Tim Armstrong is known for that. You know, uh, he's got about three or four albums where his his lyrics and, and songwriting are very fluid, and and they make some of the best best stories and best uh, best songs that that any punk band has ever ever made. Look at uh, Outcome and Outcome the Wolves and uh, uh, Life Won't Wait. Life Won't Wait and and Outcome the Wolves. That that period of time, Rancid was just completely fluid and flawless with their with their songwriting. But, uh, you know, Let's Go, which is their second album, uh, this kind of reminds me of Let's Go in a way uh, because, you know, uh, Salvation, which uh, is off of Let's Go, is, is a song that's just like, is this even a song or is this just a bunch of noise with, with some crazy fast lyrics and stuff like that? But, but then... And that was your first impression of Salvation, and you you hear it like three or four more times, and you're like, "Oh, this is pretty catchy." I haven't heard the new album enough for it to for it to say, "Hey, I'm gonna get uh, I, this is really catchy." Uh, I plan on buying it next week when I get paid. Uh, but what I've heard, it it is typical Tim Armstrong slash uh, Rancid. Uh, storytelling and that's what they're great at and i'm very i'm very excited about uh, listening to it several more times you know what i mean so i know there are a lot of people that are like okay well it sounds like garbage but you know i like the fact and this is it goes back to when they put out their first single from this one uh they put out two or three videos where they're playing in a, in a garage and, and that's what it sounds like. It's, it's a garage punk rock album. And that's what I want to hear. That's, I think that's going to be perfect. I think with this album, I think what they did with this album with the lyrics and everything like that is they caught up to the times that are now and they're talking about things that are going on there's a, there's a couple songs, excuse me. There's a couple songs on this album. I've listened. Excuse me again. Uh, I've listened to this album from top to bottom. I got it the day it came out. Um, this is the first fucking CD that I've actually bought in a few years, and I have it in the car. It's in the CD player. It's uh, it's it, 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 I have it on play when I'm not driving for Uber. When I'm when I'm sitting there and I'm listening to it, and I've listened to it, and to me it sounds like their lyrics and the storytelling are about today's society and what's going on in society. And for people to say it's garbage, it's because they're used, they want the old uh, rancid of, of rancid. And it's not going to be like that. These guys are growing up the, 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 with the times and everything like that. And they're older and they all have their own side projects. That they're doing like L Lars is doing his side project. Uh, Tim Armstrong is doing his stuff with the transplants. Uh, 
you know, Matt's doing his own thing, and Brandon is is Brandon, the new drummer, has been doing his own thing with another side project that he hasn't put out yet. But it's it's going to come out, I think, sometime this year after they they're done touring for the cycle of this album. Stop trying to say that they that it's garbage and everything like that, and sit down and listen to the lyrics and and think, hey, these guys have grown. This this is what music is about. Music you have to grow as an artist and that's exactly what these guys are doing. Well, look at it this way. Um, Tim Armstrong has his own uh, show on XM radio called uh, Tim, Tim Armstrong and friends. And he does it for half hour and half, half the shows are him and a bunch of other guys just making music. And then the other half, uh, other half of shows are them, uh, picking out their favorite records and playing them, whether it be ska, whether it be rock and roll, whether it be metal, whether it be uh, old school, old school, old school punk rock or the roots of punk rock. Um, but the thing that's been going on in the last four or five years is Rancid has always been Tim Armstrong's band, and he's always been the, the main guy as far as lyrics are concerned. You know, that's why... Uh, Lars has the Lars Fredrickson and the Bastards. You know what I mean? That's why yes, the other and the old Firm Casualties and a couple other side projects. And and that's why why all these all these uh, all these guys in Rancid are in in other projects because they're they're using their creativity in other ways. Tim, this is Tim's band. You know what I mean? So, but he's been creating music like he's never been creating music before. Because of this radio show, because of the transplant, because of Rancid, because of, uh, you know, producing, being in the producing um, role with, 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 Hellcat the, with Records. Hellcat Records, The Interrupters, and a whole bunch. Dude, the go, Interrupters. Check the, go check out, if you haven't checked out The Interrupters yet, go fucking check those guys out. They are fucking amazing. They just lost so, their drum, they just lost their drummer, but... Uh, they'll be back with a new one, and and but go check them out. Anything on Hellcat Records is fucking awesome. They lost their drummer. Yeah, he. Uh, I guess he went back to college. So one of their brothers decided, hey, Chuck and the Deuce. Yeah, the yeah. I forgot that those guys were all brothers, the twins and the drummer. Yeah, I forgot that. So yeah, uh, interrupters. If if you guys don't know who the interrupters are, they're all there's three brothers and this awesome ass chick. So and, Amy, um, and they Amy, play um, Amy. Uh, I can't think of her last name, but she she is a solo. She had a solo project before this, and she was doing some things for Tim Timebomb and friends. And Tim was like, "Hey, I got these three guys that uh, play for me every once in a while on Timebomb and friends. You know, uh, once you link up with them, and they they linked up and they meshed really well, and and they started the interrupters." Yeah, so and, and they got they're a real ska punk band that's just out of this world good. Um, so anyway, what what I was getting to is he's he's got so many outlets that uh, his music is just out there. It's out there. If you look up Tim Armstrong and and uh, Tim Armstrong um, uh, or Tim Timebomb and friends and stuff like that, you're gonna find like 150, 200 different different um songs that he's he's either covered or written in the last four or five years and i think that uh because he's putting out so much stuff i, I you can't beat that 
you really can't. No, you can't. I uh, actually got the uh, Flogging Molly, the new Flogging Molly album uh, this morning, and I took I took a listen to it for probably a good half hour, and I'm fucking impressed, man. They whatever they put out is always good, and it's always it's always something to keep you interested in and with the music and the style that they do and it i like it i love it I, i'm really thinking about saving money to do the flogging molly cruise i'm always thinking about that man uh i'd love i i'm i, I, I want to do that so bad flogging molly is one of those bands flogging molly if you put him if if you put them in the like talent and ingenuity and creativity if you had to put them in a, a realm because they're they're Irish punk first off they're Irish punk so there's not a not to say that there's not a big following for Irish punk but it's not pop music you know what I'm saying they're not gonna make hundreds of millions of dollars but if you took them and put them in a category of talent-wise bands, you know, they'd be up there with like a, a Metallica or, or any of the bands that, that, that make hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So they are one of those bands that uh, if, you don't, if you haven't seen them live, you have to. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, I saw them live. I saw them live with uh, with Kyle and and his uh, his fiance, and uh, they that was the first time seeing Flogging Molly live, and I fucking fell in love with them. They it, they're so awesome, and, and it's like people are like, "Oh, this is just Irish music." No, this is Irish fucking punk rock, man. This is some fucking lyrics, good shit, good fucking music, good vibes, the whole fucking nine. Guys, the live chat's open, so if you guys want to say hello. Uh, say what's up. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to. It. I'm probably a couple of days from now when I when I get paid, I'll probably get in uh, rancid and blogging Molly and, and call it a day for that. Um, the new Ra- been... the new Rise Against album's also out, and I I haven't I haven't heard anything off of it, and I haven't bought it yet, but I'm thinking about getting it. Have you heard anything off of it? I've heard two. Two uh, singles that came out on Faction, uh, XM Radio, uh, The Violence, and, a co- and another one I can't remember, but uh, they're both pretty good. Uh, I, they're not like Savior, so uh, they're, they're back to being uh, angry at everything. Uh, you, is that like a cycle, do you think, in music? Like you go from being like not angry at things, and then you go back to being angry at things? Yeah, I mean, um, especially with uh, with music, it's you know they go go with something that satisfies you, as far as what's going on with society or political or anything like that. So things are gonna either satisfy or you're gonna be or you're gonna be pissed off. You know, there's no no way around it. Just look at look at the partisan shit that's going on in 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 our world, in our country, in our everything. You know, what I mean, everybody's a you know not. Everybody is going to be like, they have a conversation. We're not going to agree on everything. You know what I mean? We could be 
just about identical on everything, but there's going to be, we're going to do something that we disagree with. And, you know, you and I, we disagree with a lot of shit, but you know, that's, uh, and that's what, that's what keeps music going. That's what keeps everything, media, everything going is the, the conflict between what we, what this guy thinks is good to versus that guy and all, and so on and so forth. So, but we don't evolve unless we have that conflict. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. I mean, we definitely, you know, me and you have, have disagreed on things, but we also agree on things. And that what's, that's what makes uh, society itself, that, that they don't realize that there is going to be a side that you agree on. There's going to be a side that you disagree on. But in the end, you can also come together and just agree to disagree and not have to be pussies about shit. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways, people don't understand that, and and they think, well, that side is fucked up, and and that's what really tears us down is when we can't understand that each person is individual, and 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 it's terrible, <laughs> completely terrible. Yes, yes, it is terrible. All right, so let's get off the fucking music and bullshit like that, and let's talk about let's talk about something. Let's talk about some, a little bit of sports. So we got two finals this week. Uh, we have the NHL finals and we have the NBA finals. The NHL finals, uh, I, I've said this, I'm not a big Pens fan, and uh, it's the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> You're not a big Pens fan. No, that's, I, like, that's like the, duh, you fucking hate them. Yes, and it I drives me nuts do. because you're like, you're, you're, from, you're from northeast Pennsylvania, you know, and and you're like, oh, I can't stand Pittsburgh Steelers. I can't stand the Pittsburgh Penguins. I got to be Buffalo. I got to do this. I got to do that. You got to be, like, totally different from anybody around, to include your family, which I don't care. Whatever. If that's what you're going to be, that's what you're going to be. But it, it, it makes for a lot of good shit talking, I swear. Cause, I'll tell you this. Because okay, all this you're doing. Go ahead. All you're doing, oh, go Predators. Who's your fucking team, guy? Oh, the Buffalo Sabres. How are they? They fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. But, okay, so I've been watching the series and everything like that, and uh, I have to say that for two teams that are really good, but to me, they can't play defense at home and fucking score fucking all these goddamn goals – can we just let them fucking battle it out in center ice with fist and fucking go from there and then play hockey? Because these guys are actually wanting to beat the fucking piss out of each other. Sidney Crosby was slamming this dude's head into the fucking ice the other day, and I actually applauded that because Sid the Kid's a pussy sometimes. But uh, I applauded this because this is what hockey is supposed to be. This is how you're supposed to play hockey is this roughneck style of smash the boards Let's brawl it out the whole nine. It's getting testy, isn't it? Oh, dude, I fucking love it now. I actually love it. <laughs> it's it's going back to the old days of hockey where they're they're beating the fucking piss out of each other on the boards and they're playing good hockey, but they're again they're not playing defense very well when they're at home. Uh, you mean when the the visitor is visiting? Yeah, the visitors yeah. aren't 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 playing defense. It's been a emotional. The series is, we're in the, uh, we're going into game six. So the last two games, 
hopefully the last one. I'm a, I'm a Pens fan first and foremost, and I, I want to win in Nashville. But if it's best of seven or uh, best of seven, which means that uh, you got to get four wins. Right now it's three to two <sighs> going into game six, and we're going back to Nashville. This, this whole series has been about emotional swings. When the first two games, it looked like, it looked like the Nashville Predators were the superior team. But after, after the end of regulation, the superior team looked, had an L at the end of the game. It looked like. I, I, I'll admit it. Where were the Pens? The Pens uh, somehow managed to outscore the the uh, the uh, Predators by a lot, actually. But at the same time, it was all like after they got shot at like fifty thousand times. Matt Murray was 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 amazing in those first two games at home, just so that they could, they can go, go back to Nashville with uh, with a two two to nothing game um, series lead. And then they get to Nashville and they went, and it, there was no fucking penguins in sight. None fucking oh, killed me. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Can we not fucking play? Like the other night I was watching when I was watching the other night and I scored fucking three goals and then six goals. And I was just like, Jesus, how fucking, how hard is it to fucking stop the fucking puck in these guys? Play the defense, you know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, it didn't make for an entertaining game to me because nobody was playing fucking defense. And they were just scoring but then you were loving goals. But you were loving how they were pissed off and starting to fight, though, right? Yeah, I love that. I love <laughs> it, ended, it ended in a full-team brawl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... But it's All right, gonna, so your, your your prediction for the game, for the series, is that Pittsburgh's going to take it in Nashville then? No, I want him to take it in Nashville, but I think they're going to take it in Pittsburgh. I I, I don't know who's going to win, and I, I, I'm going to root for the for, for Nashville because this is the first time that they've been in, and but I'm not – and I, I, like I said, I'm not a Pens fan at all, but I, 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 I'm hoping for the best, and, and I hope the series goes full seven games. Well, here's my here my last thought. First off, it goes in, it goes inside with uh, the NBA Finals. NBA Finals are on what? ABC at prime yeah. time. Prime time ABC. NH, yeah. NHL. Um, um, the Stanley Cup has been around for probably about 40 more years than the NBA Finals. 40 more years. All right? The, the, uh, the Cup's been around for 100 years. I have to find it, the uh, Stanley Cup on NBC Sports Channel. Fucking Sports Channel. Not fucking primetime regular, regular TV channels, but I have to find the fucking Stanley Cup Sports Channel uh, on the NBC uh, well, Sports Channel. In defense of NBC Sports, the reason they did that is because they didn't want to take away from their primetime television and they created the NBC Sports Station. Fuck that. You have to fucking have cable to fucking have the... I'm not saying that that's that's not true or anything, but and, and that 80% of the people have, have cable now, but... Look at the NBA Finals. They're on ABC primetime. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't fucking care about that shit. What I'm, what I'm upset is that then 
NBC gets it gets the the Stanley Cup on NBC and they start sucking the fucking Nashville cock. All they do is fucking like, oh look at this, we got Carrie Underwood, we're we're licking her twat and fucking loving her and fucking finger banging her and shit like that, and that fucking, oh my god, that pisses me off. We because yes, every fucking person in Nashville, every fucking person in the Nashville stands are fucking country music star millionaires. And then they go to fucking Pittsburgh. Oh, we don't give a shit about Pittsburgh. Everybody's a fucking worker. An Iron City okay, worker. Well, okay, let me, in the defense of, of, of NBC, I'm going to say this. They do okay. suck the Penguins' dick when they are in Pittsburgh. So it is, it's, they suck whoever's dick and play with whoever's clit while they're in that city. I, I've Fuck seen that. it. Well, it's the truth, man. <laughs> fucking, I, NBC's a fucking... I, I don't... I don't know. They're afraid to fucking put the Stanley Cup finals on primetime. Fuck them. Yeah. So we got we also have the NBA finals, like uh, we were saying, with the Cavs and the Warriors. This is now three games to one Warriors. Uh I there we do have a fan, Mr. Brett Jones, who is a huge LeBron hater. And I gotta say this, guys, don't hate fucking LeBron because he went back to Cleveland and he did the thing in Miami. The thing you got to hate is the fact that Kevin Durant played for Oklahoma city and couldn't beat the warriors. So he went to the 73, they won 73 games last year and he decided, Oh, I'm a free agent. I'm going to golden state so I can win a championship and be on a awesome team. LeBron went to Miami and they sucked before that. And then he went back to Cleveland and they sucked before when he was gone. So to hate on LeBron is bullshit. Okay? For all you LeBron haters, fuck yourselves. Quit hating on the dude. Just because he says he's the greatest of all time doesn't mean it, dude. The greatest basketball player of all time is fucking Michael Jordan. The dude played fucking with the flu, for Christ's sake. There's never, ever going to be another NBA player like that. The NBA is soft now. It's not like the bad boy. It's not like the days of the bad boys with fucking the Detroit Pistons with, with Bill Lambeer and uh, Isaiah Thomas and Dennis Rodman. It's not like the fucking nasty Knicks with Charles Oakley and, and, and John Staley and all them guys. And it's not like the days of the Bulls where they had fucking Scottie Pippen, Bill Walton, and all them guys. The NBA is soft now. They don't play fucking defense. That's why the goddamn score of the other night was 139 to 112. There's no defense fucking played anymore. Ugh, your it's defense. Yeah, dude, I, that's what pisses me off. Defense is the thing. Defense is supposed to be there, and these guys don't play defense. They just fucking score baskets and three-pointers, dude. Play fucking defense. Play the game for what it is, man. You're killing the fucking sport if you don't play defense. That and, and that's the that that sums up both the, the finals is you gotta learn how to cock block to fucking win a championship. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you have to cock block to win championships. None of this fucking let's throw three pointers up all fucking day and rack the score up as high as we can and not play defense. You're teaching these kids nowadays, oh, I don't have to play defense. I can be a good offensive player and run up and down the court and score all the fucking time and make it to the NBA or the NHL. Play fucking defense. Yeah, well, I, I, this is, we're going to bring this back up in, in the football season, I guarantee it. Oh, speaking of football <laughs> season. Speaking of football season, guys, the Greeny Podcast Final Fantasy football season has already started. I know it's early, but I had to start 
the fan, Final Fantasy Football League already. Uh, this year, instead of eight teams, we souped it up. We have 14 fucking teams this year. Head-to-head, winner-takes-all. Uh, we lost Character Crunch and the Day Space guys because they didn't sign up. But this year we have uh, I'm back, Seth is back, Vinny's back, JJ's back. Uh, we have one of Vinny's buddies. We have uh, Mr. Brett Jason. Jones. Uh, we have Cookie. He's back. We have uh, shit. My little brother Charles is playing with us. Um, we have a whole 14 teams this year. It's going to be fucking badass. Once we start the once the season starts and everything like that, it's going to be fucking awesome. Hey, by the way, did you see uh, the other day uh, a Buffalo Bills player was in Chicago and trying to fly back to Buffalo for OTAs and he couldn't he missed his flight. You did you see did you hear what he did with Uber? He took an no. Uber from Chicago to Buffalo costing 600 bucks. And the Uber driver was really cool with him and, and drove him from Chicago to B- Buffalo. And when he got to Buffalo, he tipped the guy fucking $300 on top of the 600 that it cost him to drive all the way to fucking uh, Buffalo. So if you're in the Panama City area and you want to, like, go to Tallahassee or whatnot or wherever, I'll drive you there. Just just tip me at the end, man. That's all I got to say is tip me. Here's a tip. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, not just the tip. No, no, seriously though, seriously though, um I don't ask for tips and I, I don't care, you know, if you're gonna tip me, that's cool. If not, hey, that's cool. I, I make money either way. Um, you know, I I've always said this to everybody that I've given a ride to when they ask about the whole tip thing. Um, Uber, if you're actually listening, you guys should really fucking think about putting a tip app in with the Uber thing so that fucking people can tip because there's a lot of people that do want to tip, but they don't carry cash. So maybe that's something that you guys can fucking think about while coming up with new bullshit to do with Uber. Oh, all right. Well, that's been an exciting show, guys. Uh, we will be back next week for episode 99. Make sure to check out the links in the description of this video or audio or wherever the fuck you're listening to this podcast at. Um, any closing remarks, Seth? I think in the first time on our friendship, I have more facial hair than you. <laughs> yeah, dude. I uh, I shaved my head the other day, and I was trying to keep the sideburns and the beard going, and it didn't exactly look right. So I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm shaving my head. I'm shaving the beard off. And yes, for this, this this the first time that you have more facial hair than me. But give it like a uh, a week or two, and I will probably have more facial hair than you because it just fucking grows back like a goddamn gorilla. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, till next week. We're out of here. Peace. Peace.